Welcome to the Getting Soul Fit Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Page, addict, alcoholic, turned sober and free, founder and owner of Catarse, a women's empowerment athleisure line and movement, fitness cover model, mind, body, and soul coach, intuitive empath, lover of laughter, donuts, authenticity, and addicted to growth. Each episode, I will host a special guest or topic that will help empower you to conquer any and all obstacles and fears to rise. This show is your one-stop shop for raw truth and unapologetic growth. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I am really excited to have my next guest on the show today. I met Cody Reitinger at a fitness event that we both attended out in Arizona a few weeks ago, um, and he had a lot of uh, powerful things to say about his own journey as well as um, things that he's working on. Um, so welcome Cody to the show. He is the creator, owner, and professional trainer of Tubi Emporium. Tubi Emporium is a Midwest fitness company that was voted number one in three states, um, which is pretty freaking amazing. So Cody, would you mind introducing yourself? Thank you. Yeah, my name is Cody Reiniger, and I am the owner and creator and professional trainer, the everything, <laughs> one man <laughs> solo shot of Tubi Emporium. Uh, it really is awesome to be on your show. It's like all the things that you are doing are amazing. And it was a pleasure to meet you out in Phoenix. Thank you so much. I felt like everyone that was in the room, I could just feel the power of everyone's energy. Like everybody was just on fire for what they were doing. And it's such a good mm -hmm. thing to see people actually like following their passion and following their why, you know, which in turn, of course, helps other people. Yep. Um, so how did you get into fitness? Tell us a little bit about like your journey. Uh, I guess you have the classic, uh, I was uh, the fat kid in school type thing. And um, I was going through that and being bullied and harassed, uh, you know, physically and emotionally every day. And um was to the point where I would come home and uh, my mom, who was in the medical field, had left the medical field because we lived on a farm. So then she was taking care of me, taking care of the farm, being the housewife, if you will, farm wife, which a lot of respect to that. And very difficult for uh, me to come home, getting my ass kicked all the time. And then seeing my mom getting her ass kicked by hearing from me like you know you hear from your kids and you know you want to protect them and there's nothing that she could do so really I guess the transition or the the difference here is you know you have the classic I was overweight as a kid uh which you know I hear all the time and there's nothing wrong with that I I understand it but with this it was I wasn't doing it for me I just I was tired of my mom going through it like I was tired of having to tell her and I was ashamed and you know my mom and dad communicate very well. And, you know, then of course my mom tells my dad and then my dad wants to make sure I'm okay. And it, it was never one of those, you know, you need to take care of it this way, son type situations. It was, you know, are you all right? But, you know, at the end of the day, the, it was adding stress to them that I had, a con I had power over. I had the power to make a difference. I had the choice. It wasn't, oh, I'm the victim um it was my decisions to eat too much or not exercise or whatever it was and so uh went from that to changing my lifestyle and you know you go through a lot of things and I went through football which I think that's really where the problem was is that I did well with it at the weight that I was at and then I would lose weight because I didn't like how I was. <laughs> so like you're accepted as an overweight 
person because you're doing something for someone else, but you don't like yourself. Mm, okay. And um, then you, I lose weight and then I'm asked to play at a university for college football. And then they expect you to put this much more weight on by a certain time. Okay. So <laughs> we got to go there. I don't even know uh, how many clothes I had gone through in a matter of like eight years, but I know that my parents probably dropped half of the farm on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just insane. And uh, you go from being very overweight and uh, you know, when you say overweight, I should say I felt overweight in, in the sense that I was playing football, maybe not so much, but I didn't like how I felt. I didn't like, you know, sweating and feeling like I was going to die at a very young age, walking through 20 degree weather, you know, so it's not beautiful. Like you're in California, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And we were in Phoenix. So it is not that way in Iowa. At that oh, time. Iowa. I was about yeah. to ask, okay, where did you yeah. grow up? <laughs> yeah. Iowa. So Midwest uh, on a farm and uh, we get, we get a little chilly. Like, so where you guys are wearing sweaters at 50, 60 degrees, we start putting them on at negative 20. Oh, <laughs> I, I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina. So, you know, we have legit winters back East, mm -hmm. but negative 20, that's cold. That's, yeah, that is it, like, yeah. And then when you're sweating, you're like, okay, something's gotta be not right. So I guess <laughs> my point is that, you know, when I got done with football, I got done with everything. It's just like, this is it. And I lost weight and um, always had that, you know, I didn't like who, what I looked like. I was never pleased with myself. And, uh, you know, I dropped over a hundred pounds, but I didn't do it right. That was the thing. Yeah. 106, 106 pounds. Wow. Congratulations. That's amazing. I want to see, I want to see your, I like seeing um, people's like before and after and not just, uh, not just a physical thing. Right. Right. That's why I want to hear, like, I like hearing like how, how you said you were feeling and stuff, because a lot of it is internal. And like, so the transformation that we don't get to see a lot is the internal piece. Um, but I would love to see like your before. And I've seen some of your, your photos are very empowering and you guys, okay. I'm going to leave his, um, his links in the show notes, um, just, just for the record, as I always do. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate that, Melissa. Uh, I would, I would say on this, um, because I very much respect your show. I want to be honest with your listeners that like my before and after when it came to that wasn't the right way. You know, it wasn't soul fit, if you will. Like I just put that plug in. You're welcome. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> no, I, uh, but it wasn't because I did everything wrong. You know, I didn't do it right. I wasn't, I don't think I was the most healthy. And I think that's where I really got into fitness in a legit, healthy, safe way where you're mentally, emotionally, and physically going forward in the right way. Uh, Cause you're losing 106 pounds, although sounds absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. and I could ride that on. It, it wasn't right. I didn't do it right. Mm, okay. And then, um, so, you know, you wanted my journey to fitness or you wanted my, my backstory. And, and that's pretty much it is that, you know, you go through all these little things, like all your listeners go through, there's this that happens, this that happens. It may not be with fitness. It could be with anything in their life. And it's like, well, what is going to happen? That's going to change the way your thought process goes when you lose 106 pounds and you're still not happy with how you look or how you feel, um, you got some things that you got to address. Yeah. You know, I had, I had some demons I had to address. It's like, okay, where are we at? What is going to finally make you happy, man? Because you were this at this weight, you were playing college football. That wasn't good. You're this weight now. You're finally skinny for the first time in your life. That's not good. What what is the deal? So that is where I started really buckling down and, and studying and getting serious because I never wanted anyone else to go through that. And that's when I got into education. And, and and I'll let you keep asking questions because I don't want to keep talking. No, you're <laughs> fine. No, I like I like that. Like, thank you for being fully transparent. Um, because whenever we go to social media, and that's a whole another conversation in itself, you see, like I said, you see before and afters. You don't know the journey. You don't know the truth. And I just want to say and make it clear um, that 
healthy, like you mentioned is, you know, it's, it's mental and it's physical. And so health isn't one size, right? So health isn't like a size four or health isn't a size 16. And it just depends. Everyone's journey is different. And I have friends that are healthy at a size 16. I have friends that are not healthy at a size four. I have friends that are healthy at a size four, you know, so it really just depends Mm -hmm. and everyone's um, journey is unique. And that's something to, you know, to, to be cognizant of. Um, But a lot of times we only see snippets. We only see snippets. We see a before and after. We don't know the whole story. We don't know what people are doing to get there. And if you're, I can speak for myself, like if you had starved yourself at one point to get there, which I battled um, anorexia and exercise bulimia um, for the longest time, that's not health, you know? And like you mentioned, like you can look in the mirror at any size and like not like what you're seeing in your reflection. Mm -hmm. Um, So when did you, And well, I, I have, of course, I have these interview questions, but what you mentioned, it made me think of it. Like, how did you find, how did you get to the point of like finding self-love and like loving yourself? And I know that's not perfect. We don't always wake up like, oh, I love myself every day. But like, how did you go from not being happy at your quote unquote goal size to being happy where you're at now? <laughs> and it's more well, like advice for the listeners too, right? No, Cause we have a lot of people no, listening too. No, I know you do. And I think that's, and I, I very much admire the, what you're doing with this show so I, i'm going to be transparent i'm going to say i don't know if i'm there i don't know okay. uh i think the best way to answer that is it's a process mm-hmm. i think that it's not where you can just turn it off it's not a light switch i went through a lot you've gone through a lot your listeners have gone through a lot and, and we want to feel like we're fine now and everything's good, but then you hit another wall and you don't know if you can get through it or not. So I guess what I would say to you and your listeners or answering your question, sorry. And to your listeners is, um, I don't know if I'm a hundred percent happy because my personality or my way is like, I feel like this could be better. This could be better. This could be better. But at the same time, I knew that I didn't want to be 160 pounds after being 166 pounds or I'm sorry 266 pounds Mm -hmm. that's a huge difference and like that's so how do I become something else and so I had to define myself and define myself mentally and emotionally I had to define myself physically as much sense as that makes but for me it did make sense where I was able to move forward and say all right here's my challenge now you know, I'm no longer playing college football. And, and even though I got to play semi-professional football for a while, it, it wasn't the same as a daily challenge. And I had to take my mind somewhere else so I could be healthy and say, this is what I need to do. I have to do this because this is, it's me against me. It's you against yeah, you, yeah. however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's daily. It doesn't have to even be like <laughs> working out. Like your listeners that may not even go to the gym just may have things that happen in their life where it's like they have to face that. So uh, I don't know if I'm totally happy, I but I do know that I became happier when I found an outlet that was healthy and the gym and doing things right and then helping people with my profession now was my healthy outlet. Yeah, that's a, that's part of like, I feel like part of self-confidence is finding your why. You know, that's a big thing. And like uh, a lot of times when we're not feeling confident, I find that it's because we're, we're trying to be something that we're not, or we're, we're like comparing ourselves to other people or comparing ourselves to false images that we see online with all the filters and everything and (laughs) the false lives, right. You see like, again, like a snippet. So I feel like part of self-confidence is finding your why and then living your, your life unapologetically as yourself. You know, no matter what that looks like, as long as what you're doing is you, you know, um, and part of you being you, as you saying, like you just said, like, Hey, I don't know if I'm a hundred percent happy yet, but I'm working on it, (laughs) you know, um, and authenticity in this world in 2022 is I'm sorry, the most beautiful part of my French, the most beautiful fucking thing ever, because we live in such a filtered Snapchat, Instagram, like 
oh my God, now there's TikTok and like so many lies. And it's not only like a bunch of lies, but it's spread at such a massive rate, you know, across the world. And so everyone thinks that beauty or being happy looks like X, Y, Z when they're not getting the whole, the whole story. Right. Or that, or it's always been that way for you, (laughs) you know, like this is just how it's been for you. So it's easy. So I don't like, I can't connect with you. You don't, you have no idea. Yeah. It's not. Oh my God. You know, I, so like, and I'm going to, we're going to get into that in a second too. Um, I've trained people before I've trained women that were like, they've actually said to me, like, um, well, you don't understand because you've never, you've never battled weight, weight issues, or, you know, probably you've probably never battled like body, body image issues. And I'm like, (laughs) you have no idea, honey. (laughs) I have been, I have been 104 pounds. I'm five foot six. I've been 104 pounds all the way up to like an almost an XXL, you know? So I've been across the gamut. And honestly, I was just as miserable at a size zero to two as I was an XL because like you mentioned, you know, that I hadn't found my happy yet. You know, I hadn't found my happy. So standing on the scale and seeing a certain number wasn't going to suddenly instill happiness in me. Um, Right. So I, I think like part of the process of being a good leader, and I feel like, you know, being a trainer, being a coach, that's being a leader, like is really being, again, your authentic self and like honoring your own journey and not just saying like, do this or do that, but like walking the walk. Um, so how long have you, have you been training? And like, what is your, like your ideal client? Who do you like to work? I mean, I, I you probably work with various people, but like, who's like your favorite, your typical person to work with? That's a great um, question. I I will be celebrating training for three years uh, next month. Nice. And uh, when I got into training and did all the things that I did as far as certifications and licenses, like I wanted to make things legit. So I got my own company name and then brand, if you will. But then... Um, moving on to your next question, like the ideal client, I think you're right. I have worked from, um, middle school kids that are getting their ass kicked and need to, you know, their parents come to me because they knew that I was in education or they had respected the things that I've done, or they just need someone for their son or daughter. And and, you know, some of those middle school kids are for, for athletic reasons too, but then I do have high school students that are all for athletics, but they still are going to get their motivation and their behavior change for uh, a positive forward road because they need to know more so than anyone actually mm-hmm. that it's not in the now, like, you know, they've got their friend group and they've got their like little click and that is like their entire life. And that's dangerous. You know, we all know that every single one of your listeners can connect with the fact that you fucking have only like four people in your life that matter. And if they don't like you, then your life's over. That's dangerous shit Mm -hmm. for real. And that, so I take them very seriously. I take all my clients seriously, but then, you know, then you have, where you know they just want to get fit or and sometimes I get the you know five ten sessions where I'm going to go to Mexico and I want to look great in 10 sessions okay (laughs) I'll I'll do my best with that you know and then you have long-term ones so my ideal client uh is the the ones that come in and they've got something like what you and I are talking about what your listeners are listening for like there there's there's a backstory and they they may not tell me right away but you can tell you know, like you, I know this from just meeting you and then having our conversations that you're very good with connecting with people and you just know when they need something. So my ideal client is those that are going to push themselves to get what they want and not think that they've been with me for, I don't know, 25 sessions or 50 sessions or even five sessions. And this is it. Like it's an overnight sensation. I would. I wish it was an overnight sensation. And after hearing your story briefly, like I bet you do too. And your listeners wish it was an overnight sensation, but in reality it's not. So when I, when I come home at night, 
what makes my day isn't that someone resigned, isn't that I got a new client. It's, hey man, I just dropped down two pounds, been a couple of weeks, I've never been this low. Or today, actually this morning, uh, and he's by far my, like my inspiration right now. He is able to do his job and climb up the truck that he has to be on without having any assistance, without having any pain, without having any self-doubt. And I do emphasize the self-doubt because that's huge. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, man, this is what it's all about. You know, like you're able to live your life and you're able to feel great about yourself and you are doing what you need to do because today you're celebrating your mom's death. You know, like, I don't mean celebrating. I'm sorry, I should emphasize. It's been a year because of the things that he's in the gym for. You know, like you have, so that ideal client in a very long answer, I apologize, Melissa, but- in a No, it's fine. <laughs> is, you know, that ideal client is the one that has the passion that I feel like I want to bring to the table. They're bringing it too. It's not this quick fix. And, and, and I respect the quick fix, I guess, in, in a sense that, you know, you want this and I want this, but it is them needing to understand that this is a long road. Yeah. It's a long road. And you know what? If you want this quick fix and we may not mentally be where we should be, and then we better get there. And that's the thing that's hard as, as, and that's what I want to differentiate myself as a trainer is that you're going to get that mental change. I love when that. You me, when you leave me, when you want to quote unquote fire me or you we're, we're done, you know, cause everybody's, I wish you could keep all your clients as you probably wish that too. Your whole uh, life. Yeah. yeah. Right. I just need that like 20 year contract. That'd be great. Uh, but you're just like, you know, when you go, I need you to be mentally fucking locked in so you can be so confident and great with what you're going to do and safe and safe that's a life yeah that's it and that's the thing like you're like a you have this like um have you seen the movie creed oh yeah okay so you have this like creed coach vibe (laughs) Mm. which is a wonderful thing if you guys haven't seen the movie check out the freaking movie one and two i love them both i think i like one better but watch both of them there's maybe three now um but yeah, it's like uh, finding that fire in somebody and helping them see it and tap into that and run with it. And here's the thing, like things that I'm hearing you say that are very, very important. You guys take note of this. You're not saying I promise to get you results in two sessions, three sessions, four sessions, six sessions in 30 days, you will X, Y, Z. There's one thing that grinds on my nerves more than anything in the fitness industry um, are the lies that some And I'm going to say it because, you know, being a trainer myself in the past and being a coach myself in the past too, like there's some shitty coaches out there and shitty trainers that, and I'm not trying to bad mouth anybody, but it's true. They give this like facade. Like if you sign on with me, I promise you're going to lose 30 pounds in whatever weeks. And it's like, okay, that could be true. or That might not be true. But ultimately what people are looking for even if they, they think consciously, well, I want to lose 10, 15 pounds. If they're miserable at their current, where they're at 10 to 15 pounds later, they're still going to be fucking miserable. They just are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so your, your, your ideal client sounds like somebody that you, you know what your ideal client sounds like where you were years, you know, a few years ago. Right. So it's like, that is the ideal situation where you can take your pain. I always say this to you. You can take your pain and turn it into someone's power. Right. Um, and that's huge because the thing is, even when they do leave you, I've been with my coach for three years and I'm certified. I, and people are always like, well, why did you hire a coach? If you, a coach needs a coach, I'm not done learning. You know, I, (laughs) a coach needs a coach, like and any coach that tells you they don't need a coach. They need to learn more than anybody else. Um, or a lot of people, but I, I love my coach and she's good with the the mental, you know, she hits me on a, an emotional and a mental level. And that's really, that's people always say, you know, nutrition's 80% or 90% and then fitness is like 10 to 10 to 20%. I don't agree with that. It, exactly. I think it's, um, it is a hundred percent mental is what I think. If you could picture it, like it's a square 
It's a hundred percent mental, right? And inside that square, then you have this pyramid at the base of the pyramids, like nutrition, sleep, stuff like that. And the top of the pyramid, smaller portion is like fitness, but it's all mental. Um, because if you don't get your mindset, right, you're never going to, you're never going to be happy reaching whatever goals you make for yourself. If you are able to even reach them and keep them. Um, and if you think of a, a quick fix, like in and out, it's like a flash, you might get it, but then it's going to go away and you're going to be just as miserable, if not more miserable than the before. Right. Um, right. so if I was like starting out with you, so say like I come up to you and I'm like, I need help. Um, I feel like crap. Uh, can you walk me through the process of like from day one? And I know everyone's different, but like day one to the first several or a few months of the training journey with you, like, what would that look like? And do you, do you do nutrition? How does that work? Oh, so I answer that question first. I do nutrition. I am a nutritionist. So I've had to be very clear with my clients as I'm sure you know, too, because as soon as someone signs on, they want to know all of this, 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 and they want this, this, and this. And uh, nutrition takes a very, very long time if you're going to do it accurately. And I take great pride in my work. So um, it, it's two separate professions. Like I'm a nutritionist and I'm a fitness trainer. Like I have two, I have five actually with my company, but like uh, you said pyramid. So I'll just use like points. <laughs> Right. I'm very visual. I'm like holding yeah. up a pyramid. Yeah. I'm like, this no, I love it. I, I I it. No one's going to see it. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> I can see it. So I know what you're talking about. Uh, like, so I have points to my company and, you know, tr nutrition is one of them. So they, they know that. And my, all my clients, you know, they're going to get tips or I'm going to, you know, push them in that right direction, but they want nutrition, they want nutrition. But um, if you come in you want to talk to me, I usually get a, a, a phone call or a text message, of course. And it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this. So then it's just really basic questions. We start from the ground up, which I think everything should be. And it, you know, where are you at? What do you want? Uh, and I always require, well, I used to require a face-to-face. -face. Sometimes it's a little bit harder for people. So it's at least a voice-to-voice conversation so they can hear me mm. I don't, they don't read things or take things differently because we know texts and email can be very different and they need to hear my voice because there's a lot of judgment that comes um, on my end I'm sure on a lot of people's but you know here's here's who I am here's what I expect and I used to like when I started Melissa it was like you know, I want clients and, you know, I know how to run business. I, I had been in business. I was a teacher and whether teachers want to admit it or not, that's a business. <laughs> so like you've got <laughs> 25 to 30 little clients and they're trying to like take on what you're selling. <laughs> two plus two is four. Got it. But, you know, you, I, they need to hear who I am and what I stand for. And like I was saying, like, I used to just like kind of almost um not be myself in some senses and now I am 100% like you need to come in you need to know this like you've heard these things great I love that these are the things you're looking for we can do this here's how I'm going to do it and so I I'm I'm straight with them um I'm not a CrossFit trainer so if you want CrossFit you've got the wrong guy mm -hmm. you are going to lift with me well, and I get this a lot, mainly from females, no offense, because I get badass females I work with. In fact, I'm just going to put a plug in there for all the males out there that might be listening that my females could probably kick all of our asses. <laughs> oh, are, yeah. yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah, they come in and, and then you have, anyway, I'm getting off the subject. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, like, I don't want to deadlift. And, you know, it's like, you know, but why don't you trust me? And that's the thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. This needs to become a relationship. And you and I kind of had this conversation uh, a little bit in Phoenix where there's that relationship status. And, and I think I emphasize that the most. So step one, let's have a face-to-face -face or a voice conversation. I love that you texted me or emailed me or called and left a message. When you call and leave a message, I'm always going to call you back. I'm not going to text you back unless you're texting me. And then it's going to be, we need to talk. We need to talk. Uh, because let's get on the same page from the start. Cause this is a big, this is a big investment for both of us. It's my time. It's your time. It's your money. 
and it's uh, your life. And I think I should have said it differently because your life is more important than the other. You know, yes, it's my career, but at the same time, I take a lot of, I, I, I internalize a lot of what's going on with my clients and it just needs to, they need to know that. So I, I do, it's probably a little too much, a little too heavy for them the first one or two times that they talk to me that like, what you're giving me, like, I'm going to, I'm going to give you back 100%, but here's what I'm going to expect from you. So it's kind of like no bullshit right away. Like, mm -hmm. why am I going to wait three, four, five, 10, 25 sessions down the line before you get real? You know, like mm. now all of a sudden yeah. you want to be a different trainer. Like where the hell is this coming from? So, you know, and that's why those five sessions or those 10 sessions that they sign up with me become a year. That's why they become two years because now they have felt it. Not only did I say it to them, they actually got the real version because they knew I wasn't bullshitting them mm -hmm. and they were able to move forward and see like, Hey, here's how it goes. So I guess maybe to finalize that question, and hopefully this answers it, unless the sorry is I had someone recently that wrote me and, you know, she was coming to the end of her contract and she's like, you know, I've, um, I'm doing this and this, and I'm really proud of this. And thank you so much. She's super amazing female. And she wanted to know if she was ready to go on her own. And while I agree with that, there was a part of me that had to be honest with her and just say, Hey, listen, kind of like what you just said about the coaching, like you just saw, and you just heard, because I just did a speech on this, that you attended that this is, I'm going into my fifth year. <laughs> like I'm still learning every single day mm -hmm. and you may know your machines and you may understand rep counts to a point, but there's so much more involved and I have clients that have been with me for two years and then are now competing after just under two years. And that wow. was, okay. we're talking about like mm -hmm. coming from not even close to being in a physical sense to stepping on stage. That's so, really huge. <laughs> right, it is. So As I'm a like, competitor, you're a competitor too. Yeah. Yep. It's huge. <laughs> it is. It's, and you know, that mental angle, like that is, it is big. And, and I'm like, listen, I'm here, this person or these people are here. You have to make the decision that's best for you. So I guess long answer to your question is we start out, here's where we are, what do you need? And where can we go from there uh, based on what you want and how you feel about where you want to go with things because if you want it then let's go after it but i'm not gonna patty cake this bullshit like like let's go i'm i'm going to i don't need to yell and scream in your face i'm not that kind of guy i, I don't mm -hmm. i will motivate the shit out of you mm -hmm. and i will know what kind of mood you're in and i will change my <laughs> plan on the spot if i can tell that you're not in the mental spot like yeah. if you're not scared mentally I will change that <laughs> shit on, on the spot. I don't, that's, that's fine. But don't for one single second think that you're not going to be able to accomplish something with me. Because when you tell me that, that's going to piss me off. And then I'm going to throw it back in your face. I'm like, why are you even with me? Yeah. You know, so I guess the progression part of your question was that's the progression that shit, that, that can't happen. Like within the first two, three, four, five sessions. But after that, they get to know me and I get to know them. We have conversations back and forth I check on them a little bit more at the beginning not that I don't later but a little bit more at the beginning so they know I'm not a complete asshole and then they learn that I am an asshole see there's the progression Melissa <laughs> <laughs> that's no, how my it, um I was yeah. laughing because my first trainer who he was so he was so awesome he ended up moving and so like it is what it is but uh, my first train, my first personal trainer ever, he used to tell me to fix my face. And it made me think of that story when I would come it, cause we would train sometimes early on the weekends. And like, I would come in and I'd be like, oh, he's so grumpy or whatever. And he would yell across the gym in front of everybody. Uh-uh, girl, you need to fix your face. And I was like, oh my God. But what <laughs> it did, what, but see, there's that, like, that's why it's important to hear someone's voice, to see somebody, you know, even if it's on video or whatever, that connection, you know, cause it is a relationship. 
if you're training somebody, if you're coaching somebody, that's a relationship, you know? Um, and all like all relationships, you have to have communication and you cannot get that through just like one email once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and yeah, text can be misconstrued. So are um, all your clients, are they in person? Do you ever train online? How does that work? No, I, I obviously I prefer face-to-face just because mm-hmm. I feel that they're going to be the biggest impact out of it, but I do virtual. I have okay. virtual clients in several States. Uh, I've actually had a virtual client in a different country. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And which is fantastic. I think, um, and I don't want to take away from my virtual business here. So I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but I want to be honest with you and, and your listeners is, you know, with virtual and this kind of goes with like any online bullshit in my opinion, sorry, but it is, is like, you don't know the person, mm-hmm. you know, with my virtual, the series of questions that they get is probably worse than, you know, trying to leave the country. But I mean, there's a lot of questions. My point is, mm-hmm. I need to know you the best that I can know you to train you the safest to move forward. And I can't get to, I don't get to see you like, Mm -hmm. and I'll do what you and I are doing right now. And I know your listeners can't hear this, but you know, you and I are doing a face to face in the sense. Mm -hmm. And so I will do this with them so I can get a better sense of who they are. You know, it becomes more real. Like you and I, this, I think this interview is more real because we're doing this and not just over the phone. And it's the same way when training a virtual client is like, if we're able to do this and I'm able to talk to them and have meetings in between. And so my virtual clients get more meetings like this versus the face-to-face because those are face-to-face. Yeah. We have 30 to 45 minutes with them where when they're resting, you know, 90 seconds or a minute and a half, wherever I have their, their program at, that's a, that's a lot of time during their session that I'm able to talk to them and really feel that. And they're able to feel me at the same time, you know? So I do virtual. I love it. It is great. There is a lot, but it's a lot more with communication there. Yeah. Like it's, it is very important. Like, yeah, no, that's honestly, like I've had, um, I've had coaches out here in California, my current coach that I, it's like what you said, like some people come to you and they start off with like, you know, however long, and then they end up extending. And that's what happened. Like with me, my coach, I met her online on Instagram and she's been a coach for a while. And she's actually in Australia. Like this chick, she's mm-hmm. in Australia. Um, I love her accent, but that, but mm-hmm. I, I kept extending, you know, the thing, like we were going to just do, I went to her to get ready for a competition. Um, And here we are three years later, you know, and we do a lot of voice memoing, um, video email, like, so the communication piece is, is very vital in our relationship, you know, cause she doesn't know because she can't physically see me as often as like an in-person, right? Like she doesn't know exactly what's going on. So it's really important that, um, you have that communication, um, so there's a lot of, as we kind of touched on earlier, there's like a lot of bad information on the internet when it comes to fitness advice. Um, so what is one of the, what is one fitness myth that you would like to bust right now on the show? Uh, I don't even know if I come <laughs> down with one because there's so kinda, many. I felt I right. I felt this might come along. So I'm, I'm going to say two and it's going to be very broad. So this may not be great answer but i think we touched on the fitness things like you can go on there and you like find four weeks to a better body like four weeks to your beach body and i i actually want to hit that one the most because the gym that i previously worked with wanted me to come up with this plan i came up with a badass plan i thought it was amazing but it was like only supposed to be like six weeks to your beach body type thing so i did right so i did a to be fit you know because my company is to be imperium so to be fit plan it was going to be a six-week plan and here's how it was advertised just so these fuckers know when they're watching (laughs) the sorry but when they're watching the internet to be fit plan six weeks here's how it was advertised women and men getting out of the pool as if they just got done walking on stage and you and I both can respect that fact like there it's like it's perfection it's like whatever people see on the magazine shelves is 
like, are you serious? Like, so someone comes in like wanting something within six weeks and I'm supposed to like, the, like, this is what's being put out there. Yeah. And it, it works. And we know it works, you know, because at least I have may, I'm not speaking for you, but based on what I've heard from you, I'm sure that it's at least crossed your mind where you see this shit on the internet and you're like, yes, I'm going to click on this and I'm going to buy this or I'm oh, gonna- I've done it. Like, kaboom yeah See, through my own journey like yes bad. i've done the 1200 calorie a day freaking right. yeah so that one drove me nuts and that was unfortunately something i was a part of but not a part of and it just like and i i was very proud of the program but you know reality was like six weeks with how this program was set up there's no way girl or guy that we're gonna come right. flying out of the pool ladder looking like that no matter what, I'm not looking like that. So like, it's, it's not going to happen. So I, and I think the other one, like nutrition is a huge, huge one. And if I hear one more client come in saying that they're on key with their nutrition because they do keto or they do something else, and I'm not knocking any of your listeners that do these programs. I'm just saying, be aware, yeah. be aware of the long-term with it or yeah the crash after it. Yes. I think that's what my, the educational standpoint would be with that is like, I admire anyone. And I just posted this yesterday. I believe like you walk into the gym, you have my respect. You're there for a reason, whether you're a complete asshole and you're there for the right reasons or you're not, I don't care. You're there. Right. So I didn't put it that way, by the way, but that was my <laughs> thought process is, but the same thing with people that are trying these diets, like they want to change something, mm -hmm. but girl or guy or dude, like whoever, like you're, you're trying to change something, then let's do things right. Because, you know, I have family that, I've, that, you know, when the Atkins thing was super popular, you know, like when the oh. whole our li lo lifestyle started, what, like 20 years ago, almost, gosh, that makes me feel really old, but so, um, <laughs> I like, remember Atkins, right. I, I, I bought it. I bought it. I took the, right. I took the bait years ago. Yeah. And then what happened? Like we, or, or like we crap. did the low carb thing, like low carb for how many days? And then all of it was like, I, I lost how many pounds? What, what did you lose? Did you lose fat or did you just lose a lot of water weight because carbs pull in water? It's like, this is the education that people need to understand. So lost a lot of energy because carbs yeah. are energy. Right. Thank you very much for backing that <laughs> up. So is there one thing? Hell no. Cause there's a lot of things that pissed me off, but because, and you know it, cause I spoke to it when I was in Phoenix, you heard me say it. Like I'm pissed off with the fact that you're standing and you and I are trying to do things right for people and educate people. And then they'll just go home and read this and this is the way they should go and then it messes with their head and it messes with their oh, mind yeah. they, they did great for two weeks and i'm very proud of you awesome and then all of a sudden after two weeks shit stalls or you know things don't happen the way they want to and that does mess with you more than people even know like you and i yeah. can sit here like but you and i've gone through it because if you've gone through a competition you know exactly what oh I'm yeah talking. well and also um people on the internet that get paid to lie, right? So you have somebody that everyone looks up to that's actually behind the scenes. They're doing fitness and nutrition the right way. So they look a certain way, they're giving off this vibe, but they're completely healthy and fit and happy and glowing and blah, 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 blah. And they're doing all these things. They're feeling this way. They're looking this way because they've taken this one pill or they did the 30 and 30. And so then what happens is they sell somebody on that, bullshit and then someone buys it a lot of people buy it because if a lot of people didn't buy it there wouldn't be a market for it right so they would buy it and they don't look that way after feel that way after 30 days whatever the result they're looking for and so they feel like they just it all it does actually is it tricks people into hating themselves the the dieting industry is a freaking i hate myself industry they feed on the vulnerable, no pun intended, but they do. They feed on the vulnerable. They feed and the vulnerable was me a few years ago. The vulnerable is most everybody walking the earth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you, if you're not currently on that journey of self-love at one point, if you've ever battled self-love or maybe you're on the self-love journey, like 
you're a little vulnerable. You know, you don't know what you don't know. It's not your freaking fault. And yeah, it just, yeah, that just, oh my God, that's like a whole nother topic, but I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, cause it's definitely infuriating. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So there's a few things. Um, what would you say? You kind of touched on it though, but what would you say has been like the biggest challenge? Actually, I'll say it like this. What would you say has been like the biggest challenge for you in your life in the last like two years? Cause I know a lot of stuff happened um, with a lot of people, obviously COVID, but also I heard a lot of other stories. And for me, like one of my biggest rock bottoms was only two years ago. So what has been one of your challenge, the biggest challenges you've had in the last two years? Well, okay. So, you know, COVID was huge because as soon as I became a personal trainer, um, two months, three months later, COVID shut down all of the gym. <sighs> yeah. So that was a challenge. Um, but I'm going to gonna have to change your question um, because the biggest challenge that I've had was it was nine years ago when I lost my older children um, being with them as much as I could be all the time. And that and that has been the thing that has driven me even to today this afternoon, what we're talking about when I was in Phoenix, when I was competing, when I got on that stage, scared shitless, when I train people and I try to be understanding to them, that is the only thing I ever think about, not in a negative way, but in a way that changed me. So my biggest challenge was giving up something because I wanted them to be happy and not have any change for them. Therefore, I lost almost everything. And when you lose almost everything, you don't give a fuck about anything. You don't. Yeah. And when you don't care, and 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 some of your listeners may understand this, some of them might not, just like people around me. There's a difference between, yeah, I've lost a lot. And there's a difference between you do not care. And I've never yes. been in a situation ever in my entire life where I did not care. And when you find that and you then that darkness hits you, like that shit is fucking real, man. And it's like, it it changed everything. And, um, you know, I, I told that whole, you know, I was the big kid, I got bullied. And um, the thing that impacted me the most was, and it, and it stands true, you know, making sure that my mom was okay. And I wanted to make lifestyle changes that stands true 100%, but let's go to the, the basis of it. Like I was a fat kid that was getting bullied. Okay. Awesome. But then you have what really made you go to the gym? I'll tell you, Melissa, the thing that made me go to the gym was it fucking kept me alive because it was the only thing that was getting me to do anything in the day. I didn't even care about my job. I didn't care about my job. Like, who doesn't give a shit about their job? Like, well, you got to have money. You got to have money, 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 money. Like, I don't give a shit about money. Like, I had to live. And there was one thing that was making me want to live. And then that one thing could have been taken away from me or was taken away from me. Then why do I need to live? Because on Wednesday, I get to see them. Because on Saturday in three weeks, I get to see them. You know what I mean? Like, that's not okay for me to be that selfish. And I think that that was the change. So you said two years. So, so I apologize. And I went back a little bit further, but (laughs) that was the, that was the one thing that that was it like that. And that is the driving force on every goddamn thing. I do everything, everything that I do is so that my kids can see that you can overcome anything. And part of my thing is like, you will need to overcome things in your life. You will need to like, that's where the two hundred percent. Actually, there I don't remember where I saw this. It doesn't matter. Um, they were that that exact topic. They were talking about this on a post. So it was probably on Instagram. It might have been Facebook, whatever. Um, they talked about how to be successful in life. And I don't mean like financially, I just mean like whatever you define as successful mm-hmm. yeah. isn't like just doing things, being consistent, all those things matter. But how do you how do you respond? to walking in fire. You know what I mean? How do you respond to your whole life being thrown upside down? Because that is the difference between someone who is going to be successful 
who's going to take, again, there it goes, like take the pain and turn it into power and someone that's going to drown in quicksand. Mm. You know, and I know that sounds kind of mean, but it's true. Like everybody is going to hit a rock bottom. You know, it's, it's, you know, whether it's emotional, financial relationship, addiction, yada, 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 like everyone, at least one. Right. And they call it, some people call it a rock bottom. Other people call it dark night of the soul, you know, whatever you call it, like everyone's going to deal with that. Absolutely. And how are they going to come? How, how do you deal with it? It's, it's not what, it's not if it's when it happens, like, how do you deal with that? Um, so to switch the energy a little bit, we're switching gears. Um, so what is one thing, uh, about you that you consider odd? For example, um, can't believe I'm saying this out loud. I'm grown. Duh. And I collect, I like glass unicorns because <laughs> there's apparently an inner little girl in me that's like, I still like unicorns because they're, you know, beautiful. So I collect those, you guys. But yeah, as an adult. Um, so what is one thing about you that you consider odd? So that's my question. Yeah. Oh, Melissa, you stole my answer. Like, that's exactly what I do. I collect glass unicorns. You're lying. I, yeah, I am lying. You're right. <laughs> that's awesome. You do that. No. Show me a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> yes um i guess uh, oh I, man i don't know that's a good that's a really good question it could be um, it could be like a little habit it could be something weird that you do with your food or maybe you don't like something that everybody else loves no i think uh one of the things that i i have to do um like it has to happen it does not matter my kids, every, every, every single person in my life is involved in this is like, I cannot leave on a, like even two days, like everything has to be complete. Like I need fucking dishes, laundry, everything needs to be out. Like, I don't want anything. Like, it's just gotta be like 100% pristine. I don't know if that's a weird thing. Well, I think- okay, yeah, it could be like, for example, what if someone knocked on your door right now? and said oh my god congratulations and they were legit they weren't fake you just won an all expense paid trip to your dream place that you've never been but here's the trick to take advantage of this beautiful opportunity you have to let us take all your dishes out (laughs) and leave them like that would probably grind on your nerves yeah i wonder well i I probably would do it maybe but (laughs) hesitation that's right but like yeah i i I, that's a really good one that's i uh i guess anything else that i have that is different is like i have a lot of like i'm very ocd okay no that's a thing me too i can relate so i didn't know if that would like cover your question yeah it does okay so i'll be working with a brand new client never lifted a weight in their life 100 i'm not even joking with you so they have to use like a five pound dumbbell and i'm showing them like a a dumbbell row so you're working your back right i will show them with this five pounds and i will show them with two or three reps on my right side i cannot not do my left side (laughs) it does not matter i don't give a fuck what size pound it is i will i will be like oh and so you get a better this is how i say it here's so you get a better angle (laughs) like i'm gonna show you my left side i have to do three again whatever i did with my right i have to do with my left so i don't know if that's the no that counts that's an ocd thing yeah like that's a have you ever seen the i'm a big movie buff have you ever seen the movie um what was it what about bob Yes. Okay. That's like, I'm not saying I'm that extreme because I'm not. Right. I was like, going to say that too, actually, about the tile and the, the light switches and shit. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. For me, for me, it's appliances. So I have this routine and it's door locking and I have to lock. Okay. Now it's done crazy. I do have to lock the door to the right. Well, that's how it locks. Never mind. Scratch that comment. I have to. I'm not scratching that. I'm remembering it. Editor, take this out. No, I have to <laughs> I have to turn it to the right three times. I have to hear it click. My dog, she sits on my couch. I swear to God, she's judging me. She sees me do this every morning when I get ready for work. And I'm running back and I'm like, bye, baby. I'll see you later. I said it to my dog. Bye, baby. I'll see you later. I lock the door three times. 
And then like clockwork, something isn't right. I get it in my head. Oh, you left the stove on knowing damn good and well, I did not. So I'll come in the house, turn the stove off. It's off. Then this happened. This, this can like, I have to get up super early to go to the gym, but even if I didn't, I would have to get up hella early anyway to account for the time it takes, which is usually about 20 minutes for me to do my shenanigans of running around in circles and cl- clicking and yeah. Right. It's, yeah. You know, you get the gist, but well, yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that. Then. That's I so mean, funny. We're, we're together on everything except the unicorns. I, I, I don't <laughs> do that. Uh, I, I have respect for it because I think unicorns are amazing, but you know, all the more power to you. They're real. They They can be. They could. I would love it. Symbolically speaking, you know. Um, So, well, the next question I had for you, you kind of already mentioned it. I mean, and honestly, I heard it in your voice and I, I, you know, for the listeners, you can't see him, but I saw it in his eyes when he explained it. Like, what is the thing that lights, what are some things, there's more than one that lights you up the most? Um, that gets you the most excited and you mentioned, you know, your children, um, and then, you know, your fitness journey, helping others, but in your own words, I don't want to. No, no, I appreciate that. Cause you know, my children are it, but they feed off of how I've always been with them and what I've always wanted to be, which is what I am very thankful that I am now is to be a, a personal trainer and to be able to affect or help people on their journey. Uh, but it's really like what gets me fired up, like what will take on the whole entire day, week, month, fucking everything is, you know, that story, like I told you this morning, like I'm on a high, like I was already super excited about today because I got to talk to you. Oh, <laughs> like, seriously, like- very, very thankful that you're <laughs> even having me on the show. It's such a great show. So thank you very much for that. But to, to, to hear one of my clients say that they've made this progression within this many training sessions with me and that I'm like their lifeline and they are able to do this now, that's the high. And that was always the high when I was teaching. And, you know, I, you know we're not going to get into this, so I'm just going to go brief, very brief with you. Is like I, I love teaching to go more into business education because uh, I still loved education, but I wasn't teaching anymore. I wasn't a- affecting people personally. It was more like on a wide range. You never knew the person. You never got to see that change, right? Mm. So then like I, I, I'd always come back and I'd always ask teachers that I used to teach with, like, what's the, what's the status right now on the district and how do things look? Because I loved it. And now I get to do a wide gamut and get to motivate people and make people lift and cry and throw up and do all the things that I would never get sued for when I was teaching. But uh, like just it's 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 so amazing. So to have that change, that is the high. And when my kids come home and my son who's going into powerlifting and is doing all these things and like I brought him home, I have a twin. My twins were first. Just to give you an idea, like, uh, yeah. Wait, I told, how old are your kids? How many kids do you have? How old are they? I have four. I have four babies. Oh, okay. Uh, my twins were first and they're going to be 16 in May. Oh. I, I brought my son home at six pounds, four ounces, six pounds, four ounces. He is now taller than me. It does not matter. I know you, I know you can't see, but you saw my hair before. Like, it doesn't matter how high I put my bun. He's taller <laughs> than me. Like, it, like th- that shit can go high. And, uh-huh. you know. Now he's taller than me and he, he weighs more than I do. And like, when he gets done hugging me, I have to go to my, my little guy who's four, that's a big age difference, but still, yeah. because I have to feel massive again. Cause he, cause my, my oldest son makes me feel little. <laughs> so my point is here, sorry, I digress. No, you're fine. He's like, he's into powerlifting. And then my, my daughters, they're so into like volleyball and, and softball. And they're so uh, into like, they grew up in the gym. Like I told you nine years ago, it was a hard, some hard shit. So when you going through that, they were going to the gym with me and they were going as babies. Like we're talking like four, six, seven years old and having to sit there and wait for their dad. You know, that's some, that's some shit, you know, but my point is, is that when, when they're telling me stuff at the dinner table at night about what they're doing with their lives moving forward and what they have helped people with outside of my clients telling me about what thing they may have conquered, whether it's one or two points on a scale, 
or something they've never done in their life, like one single pull-up or a push-up, that's huge because numbers are numbers, but that one little thing, whether it's a big deal to you and me, that was a big ass deal to them. Yeah. Like that is life changing for them and that drives them forward. So when my kids come home and they're changing people's lives and I write my kids every morning, change someone's life. Like, Oh, make I love that. Better. Make someone better. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. You've heard of this, the, the saying, um, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I, I remember when I first heard that quote, I actually got mad because I was like, that's not true. You know, like it just, I didn't, I couldn't resonate. It didn't resonate with me, but it's true because when you get someone to break through whatever that looks like that the first time I do a pull-up, you know, they're able to do a a physical pull-up without any assistance. Um, they broke through a plateau that they may have not even thought was like they were capable. Right. When you get someone to, to like, and like, when you help, I shouldn't say, I should say like this because they're doing the action too. Right. When you help empower somebody to believe in themselves, that is something that they can carry, not just into fitness, but into business, into their life, into their relationships, self-confidence, you know, it affects every aspect of your flipping life. It can actually change the trajectory. You know, it can change your decisions. Um, It's like, and they also say like you're one decision away from changing your whole life. And that one decision will, yeah, it changes everything. So you're not, you know, you're not training somebody to learn a new workout program, right? It's like, you're, you're training somebody to change their fucking life, you know? And that is a lot of responsibility Mm. and that is amazing. Mm, Yeah. You know, so I get goosebumps talking about this stuff, but it's just so true. You're, you're training, Mm. uh, Trainers and coaches have a very special task. You are training someone to change their fucking life. You might be their only outlet that day. You know, they might be a per. They might be going through it. I don't want to say they might be a person that hates themselves because that's like saying somebody. No, that's not how we are, right? They might be going through it where they hate themselves, and you are their light at the end of a dark fucking tunnel. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? You know. So that is a very amazing thing that you're doing. Um, and I like how you mentioned, like you, I didn't hear you once say other than the myth buster thing that like, oh, I, you know, I train people how to like lose weight and like, you know, 14 days are going to like, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, I didn't hear that. Um, so you train people how to change their life, um, which is insane, (laughs) which is awesome. You know? Um, so I can't thank you enough for joining me on the show. I will absolutely leave your contact links in the show notes. So you guys, no matter where you're at in the world, okay, um, Cody can train you <laughs> to change your fucking life. So I will also leave, um, in addition to the show, in the links and everything, I'll leave the information for his gym. So if you are in that area, I will, I will always say like, go in person. But again, no matter where you're at in the, in the world, you can contact him. You can get help to change your fucking life. Um, but is there anything else that you would like to add for the listeners before we sign off for today? Uh, I would just say um, that uh, it needs to, you, you need to not judge people. Don't judge people. Hmm. You know, that it hurts so much when you're a kid and when you're an adult and there's adult bullying and that's a real thing. Oh, damn. Hell yeah. That's a whole nother show. You got to yeah. come back yeah. now. Well, well, there you go. Adult bullying. Uh, episode two, Cody. Yeah. And got it. Perfect. We'll do that one. So I'll stop on that. But like, just, you know, with you, like you have amazing things out there and I know that you're probably prejudged on things without people even listening to what an amazing woman you are it's like get to know her get to know her show get to know her as a person like get to know me like understand me talk to me like this is why I need to talk to my clients but it's it's the same thing with everyone it doesn't have to do with just you and me Melissa it has to do with everyone so people just need to understand that and then I guess the only other plug I want to put in is like again I really 
very, very much appreciate being on the show. It is so cool being this uh, Iowa farm kid from Iowa getting to be on this badass chicks show from California. <laughs> like, it's well, I'm just a girl cool. from Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, sorry. Well, but, but you moved to California. So whether it's your fucking East Coast or West Coast. Yeah. Or so. whether you're in Australia, like my coach. Yes, I didn't yes, say it right. Man, I like what you put with that too. Is like, you know, like you you get to know someone and you get to feel their vibe and you have someone that can help you. Like they can help you. Like just give them a chance. Um, but I mainly it's just I really do appreciate this. I really do. Like it was very exciting for me, uh, as you can tell from all of my emails and questions and texts and all of those things. But it just is is very cool to be on this and you've got so many great things going for you and I wish you the best of luck and I can't wait to to see you again or talk to you again and obviously we've already just signed a you know like handshake contract with the next show yes on the- <laughs> I'm, excited. <laughs> like- I'm excited I already got yeah. I already signed up for it yeah all right okay good yeah <laughs> very much I appreciate your time and all the effort and the things that you're you're doing for a lot of those listeners out there that need to hear this kind of a show, which is so incredibly real. Like, like, and I'm not just saying this cause it's the name of your show, but like get soul fit, like seriously, like it's everything that you and I believe in, like just believing in it's so much more than fitness. That's what I say to my clients all the time. And that's when that's, I think that's how we connected, honestly where you were just like, this is how it is. It has to be mental. It has to be emotional and spiritual and people have souls, believe it or not, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, (laughs) I don't even hear that anymore. Right. It's like, damn, you know, and, and I swear, and that's a whole nother, so many. So you just signed up for the third session. (laughs) I was thinking like, I was thinking like, you know, with the growth of technology, how much empathy is being put on the back burner on one hand you're able to connect with people from all across the world which is absolutely amazing i love it i love that aspect of technology like how else would i have met my coach who i seriously look up to i wouldn't have met some some good friends you know some good friends that are in my life currently had not been for technology but also it like contributes to a lack of empathy so you know, you mentioned soul, like that's, that's everything. Right. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate having you on the show. Um, I'm definitely going to put your links in the show notes and you guys, again, definitely leave a comment. Um, you know, if you have questions, feel free to reach out to Cody, um, and definitely like hit him up and check out his gym. If you're in that area for sure. Um, yeah. Thanks again. Thank you very much, Melissa. enjoy today's episode check out the show notes for today's details on the show and be sure to share with a friend and subscribe i really love hearing feedback from you so please leave a review and let me know what resonated in the comments just a reminder you matter you are amazing and you are a warrior